In the most divisive of times, the great debates rage on. Who was the best Batman? Was the book truly better than the movie? Did Han shoot first? Nerds with opinions will seek to answer life's greatest questions. Hello there, fellow nerds. You are listening to Nerds with Opinions, episode number 62. As always, I'm your host, Matt Holbin. Today on the podcast, we're doing something real fun. We are talking about top fives in professional wrestling. So this is a Marks with Opinions episode, and we're getting the gang back together. The band is back together. Returning guests, Tony Williams, Cynthia Borges, and... Huge absence, but he's finally back. We've buried him on this podcast a bunch before, but he's finally back. Tim Harper. So we're sitting down and we're talking about our top fives in professional wrestling. So we have this idea. This is going to be a multi-part episode, so a little mini-series. Because it's a common thing that wrestling fans do. You talk about, well, okay, so who's the top five greatest wrestlers of all time what are the top five matches of all time and you know things can go on from there but i wanted to take it one step further and break it into multiple categories so everyone's going to get their just due and then also so things aren't so generalized because it's one thing to say top five wrestlers of all time but then it's if you're breaking it down and going well top five high flyers of all time now that's a more interesting conversation so Like I said, this is going to be a multi-part series. So this is part one, and here it is. Top five in professional wrestling, part one, here today on Nerds with Opinions. go around so we're, we're zooming we're uh back at it with uh nerds with opinions uh markout club is in the house um real quick cynthia borges what up Tony williams and the, the prodigal son has returned maybe <laughs> maybe the biggest return since edge himself tim harper Big it's been Tim's almost as house. long is it bad that i added myself to the list of returns <laughs> no that's perfect that's perfect so uh so the idea behind this episode was we are always kind of having these debates of like you know who's the greatest of all time in wrestling you know what's the greatest match of all time so i decided let's just do it let's just do a top five and so this is going to probably be a multi-part episode so let's just bust right into it and so what we're going to do is kind of go around the around the i was going to say the room but we're not in the same room at all uh we're going to go around the panel and each person's just going to deliver their top five so let's start off with top five finishers and i'm starting with you cynthia oh ha i was ready for this finishers let's go i think she honestly was the most prepared so that's smart you should see my list Uh, i don't know no, like I legitimately got on my lunch break and I was just like, 
did it, did it, did it, did it. And I got through like the first seven and then had to go back to work and then finish the rest before getting on here. All right, Cynthia, let's go. Okay, it's in no particular order, but yeah, I like my, these. Mine ones. aren't either. Mine aren't either. Okay, cool. I've got the One Winged Angel, Stormbreaker, Ooh. Destino, RKO, and the Claymore Kick. Oh, okay. Lots of lots of New Japan. Okay, I like it. Uh, Tony, give, give me the I love them. <laughs> um, I have an honorable mention of a GTS Five Power Bomb. Just any variation, but particularly Batista Bomb. Four pedigree, three cutter, but specifically the RKO, two stone cold stunner, and number one is a super kick, but especially sweet chin music. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tim. Let's hear it. All right. So I thought long and hard about mine, and all of mine are in order. Okay. So, I like it. So my top five is uh, five star frog splash. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Love that. <laughs> Number four for me is the pedigree. Number three is the sharpshooter, Bret Hart's. I didn't think of any submissions. Damn. Number well, yeah, I looked at the list and I didn't see specifically submissions, so I added submission finishers. Okay. Um, number two, Tombstone Pile Driver, and obviously number one, Stone Cold Stunner. Okay, I like it. I like it. So real quick before I do my list, then um, just kind of off the dome, Cynthia, give me give me some submissions that you would have thrown on there. <laughs> this is the reason why I wrote everything down. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Oscar Lock. All right, Tony, give me give me some submissions or, or at uh, least the top one. Uh, Cloverleaf and Dragon Sleeper are two of my favorites. Okay. Tony like So so before I say I guess my submission or my finishers, I'll I'll just do some submissions. Um Sharpshooter, figure four, leg lock. Oh yeah. Walls crossface, man. Yes lock. Uh STF. I almost put figure four leg lock before the five star frog splash, but I had to have the five star up there. Uh, that's a good one. Uh so for my finishers, I got uh Stone Cold Stunner. RKO, Choke Slam, Pedigree as well, Tim, and Sweet Chin Music. Yeah, I was, we I all match sort of with you, at least one. Yeah, I I wanted to specifically like do. I know that yes, you know, an RKO is a cutter, as is a Stone Cold Stunner, and Sweet Chin Music is is a super kick. But I I wanted to specifically link it to the the person that did these ones the way they did them. The OG. Well, they they made them, you know. Iconic. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk gimmick matches slash match stipulations, whatever you want to call them. Um, Sending it back to Cynthia. Booyah. Okay, one. Okay, last man standing. Steel cage. Uh, Ladder slash TLC. Love tables, ladders, chairs, all that. Uh, Royal Rumble and hardcore match. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you on on something real quick. A TLC match and a ladder match are very different. No, I so, know, but like I didn't your, know. Is that your like, weak ass way of being able to put both and still keep it in five? I think that's your weak ass way of being able to put both and still keep it in five. Fine, I'll just do TLC because it has the ladders already in there. We'll just and that it includes has everything. Respectable tables and chairs. Okay, I like it. Um, I have one quick question for you though. So okay. with the steel cage, are we talking like, 
Are we talking like a WWE steel cage where you can escape or a steel cage in any other company where you you can't escape it and you have to win by pinfall or submission? Ooh. Because to me, they're, they're very different. I didn't think about that. I just uh, like how brutal it gets. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I was just curious. <laughs> Personally, I used to think that the escape thing was really cool as a kid, but now... As an adult, I'm like, that's dumb. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like the cage I should feel like keep in you in some there. instances, mm-hmm. the escape is a cheater's way out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Tony, top five gimmick matches. Okay, so just moving forward, all of mine are in order, um, and I always start at five. So my number okay. five is I quit the I quit match. Nice elimination chamber. Heart, just really any kind of hardcore match. Hell in a Cell, and then number one is Ladder Match. All right, Tim. <laughs> so number five, this is all personal preference. It's the most ridiculous match there ever was. If, it, if you say if Judy Bagwell scramble. on a pole, goddamn it! If you say Judy Bagwell on a pole, is that what it is? Get the is fuck it out of here! On a pole? It is. Goddamn it! <laughs> Number five, kicking it back to old school WCW, Judy Bagwell on a pole match. You get the, the fuck out of here. <laughs> There's a reason oh we my. don't invite you to these things. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. All right. I, I, oh, I had a feeling. Number four, <laughs> number four um, when I was a kid, you know, I was super into the first blood matches. Oh, I, yeah. I almost put that. I was super into it, um, except with Kane because it was kind of cheating. Um, number three, uh, casket match. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Number, number two, the good old classic hardcore match. And then number one, hell in a cell. Uh, okay. So I've got hell in a cell, which is, I think if I had to pick the number one, it's probably be number one ladder match, uh, Iron Man match. It's tough. You can pull it off. It's, they're incredible. Um, the Royal Rumble match. It's it's my probably my one of my favorite matches that happens every year. And a uh, good old classic street fight. Because uh, you can do them in like traditional ring gear and have it kind of be close to the ring like Triple H and Mick Foley did um, that one time. Or you can do like those ridiculous... In your like, jeans. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in their jeans and then somebody's going to get tossed into a local body of water. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, so let's talk about wrestler gimmicks um and just quick like aside because i don't know there were some questions about this so um we had some debates on this in my opinion a character is like the undertaker and then a gimmick is the american badass was a gimmick of the undertaker so that's kind of what we're focused on here so cynthia top five uh gimmicks for wrestlers the fiend demon balor faces of foley american badass and broken matt hardy all right all right. That's a good one. Tony. Um, starting at five, the new Daniel Bryan. Four, oh, King of okay. Kings, Triple H. Uh, three, List of Jericho, Jericho. <laughs> Two, The Fiend. Number one, Demon Balor. Nice. Nice. Tim. 
Okay, so number five, I actually did have the list of Jericho Jericho as well. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> number four, I had the I had the Demon Finn Balor, or, yeah, Demon King. Um, number three, um, Attitude Era Kane. Ooh. Oh fuck, dude! That's a good number one. two, yeah, number two, I had um, I had Mankind, and then number one, Attitude Era Undertaker. Nice. Hmm. So like super evil Undertaker, like satanic Undertaker? The super like hanging big boss man from Hell in a Cell with the noose Undertaker. <laughs> yes. Things yes, you can't get away it. with well, now. I, I need to see that because I haven't. I so think much. WWE Network actually cut it out of their cut it out of their WrestleMania 15 because I tried but to really? watch it a few years ago. Never happened. So right. yeah, it's like it never happened. But if you go on YouTube, just look up Undertaker hangs big boss man, and you'll see the brood drop down on the top of the cell, and they feed the rope through the thing, and he basically ties it around like a harness around big boss man's neck, yeah. and it, the cell lifts up, Wait. and he's like hanging there. Oh. Wait, are you saying he didn't actually hang him? My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying it did not actually hang him? <laughs> so, couple of honorable mentions. Uh, the man, Becky Lynch's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. most current iteration. Um, the game version of Triple H. He, and then for my actual list, I also did a cop out thing like Cynthia, and I'm going three faces of Foley. Yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. Uh, I also have the demon. I have the fiend, which is like I think we all had mm-hmm. both those. We guys. all had demon. Um, I also had. You just made the list! Uh, list Jericho. <laughs> and uh, my number one, though, has to be Crow Sting. Oh. oh, oh. It, was about- a, it was a fucking game changer, dude. And, like, it, it was such a different character than, like, Surfer Sting from the 80s and early yeah. 80s. So I'm going to actually say it's not a cop-out for the three faces of Foley because all three of them were in the Rumble match. So it's not like... True. I don't know. True. I think it's justified. <laughs> well, and I think, uh, like, unlike any other character, that Three Faces of Foley is kind of like almost its its own like you know gimmick unified <laughs> thing because he was doing them all, as, like you said, at the same time. So, uh, let's talk about top five characters. Cynthia, go. Undertaker oh. is probably my number one, even though I have no particular order because I love him. Um, Randy Orton, I. Because these are just like the base, like base character. Cannot yes. not love Randy Orton. Oscar, love her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Triple good H, because he's yeah, and John Cena. Okay, that that's an interesting choice. <laughs> so you're, you're just, okay. So just John, just John Cena, just across the board. Okay, all right, yep. I like it. I'm assuming right. she means like uh, current C Nation Cena, not like Thugonomics. Well, no, no, that would Actually, be one of his gimmicks. No. So, like, she, she's just talking about Cena as the character. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Because, All right, like, Tony. Uh, when I was still watching it, like it was a, it was when he first debuted and everything. All that. I just. The I like prototype. <laughs> I literally, someone from my Secret Santa one year gave me a John Cena poster, and I still have it. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, Tony, top five All characters. Right. Uh, five, weirdly, he's crawling down a little bit. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Oh. Number four, uh, Luchasaurus. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's a good pick. 
Number three, any just Chris Jericho, just in general. Uh, Two, Stone Cold. Number one, Undertaker. All right. Those are good ones. Those are real good ones. All right, Tim, let's hear you. So mine are like all Attitude Era because I'm Attitude Era, baby. Um, (laughs) Number five is going to be Mankind. Oh, yeah. Number four. Dude love. (laughs) (laughs) No. Number (laughs) number four. I really like Attitude Era Kane. Um, I'm seeing that he's made the he's made two lists now. Both of those. Not the last. It's not the last time. Uh, (laughs) Excellent. Yeah. Number three, definitely uh, Triple H. Number two, Shawn Michaels, and number one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, damn. Those are, good, funny. those are good ones. My, my, I think my honorable mention would be Triple H because of how much I was like, Jeff Hardy, Triple H, Jeff Hardy, Triple H. Uh, but Jeff's always been a favorite, so I had to go with him. But nice. Triple H is, you know, he's Triple H. So uh, I have two honorable mentions. Um, Gold Dust. I think oh, that's just like fuck. one of them, like the greatest characters, and that's one of the most underrated characters. Um, another honorable mention would be Ultimate Warrior, uh, but my list is. Sorry, I. Yeah. Are, are you all right? I what like when I was thinking of like eighties and something, I'm just all like, okay, I know, like, he slipped my mind. How does he slip your mind? But he, oh I, my god. I, I don't I'm know. still pissed off at myself right now. I'm sorry. I don't know. There's no way we're going to get to that part of the list in this episode, so you can revise it. But I'm um, going to. So, oh uh, I got, ooh, yeah, the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Um, uh, the Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Woo! Ric Flair. I mean, what a character. And uh, number one, I think is like greatest character of all time has got to be the Undertaker. Yep. Um, yeah. All right, Cynthia, let's talk ring gear. Okay. Young Bucks, I like them tassels. <laughs> That's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Oscar, because I don't know what it is, but she pulls it off. Um, also a good one. Becky Lynch's like across the board. I've loved like nearly all her different ring gears. Um, Alexa Bliss's specifically her Buzz Lightyear <laughs> ring gear. Okay, yeah, you can get super specific if you need to. That was awesome. And then Orange Cassidy. I had him. <laughs> I took him That's off. So dumb. But I love it. Yes. <laughs> okay, Tony, go ahead. Okay, uh, you can number do honorable five. Mention uh, Orange Cassidy if you want. Honorable mention would be Orange Cassidy because I had to go between him and my number five, which is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because I just classic, just black trunks, black boots. That's it. Just there to fucking beat some ass and get out. That's, that's an it. interesting choice because it, it is so such an iconic look, but it is like the most mm-hmm. basic bitch look. It is. Ever, There's nothing that. to it. Stone Cold. But it's like, it, is, it is totally he, iconic. He never even like, oh, I'm going to put a smoking skull on my ass. It's like, no, it was just like straight black trunks. So yeah. my number four is AJ Styles because I – it's another like classic, just long tights and just his logo, and you don't got to do much with it. Number three is Kenny Omega because he uh, all of his nerdy okay. stuff. Uh, I love it. Number two is Rey Mysterio because it's always different. Yeah. And my number one is Edge for, for almost the same reason as AJ, except 
I like Edge's stuff because guaranteed he designed it, like he drew it all, and it's mostly rock and roll based. So nice. Those are good ones. Tim, give me your top five ring gear. All right. So number one, I really, really, really like the American Badass Undertaker when he used to wear the bandana. Oh hell yeah! It looked like a straight up G had the G, the chain around his neck. Um, number four. I really, really, really liked. Um, I'm not gonna say it. I, I was gonna say Attitude Eric Kane again, but <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, dude. I didn't realize how many net. times I had Attitude Eric Kane on here. Um, Let it happen. Number three, I really liked uh, when um, Jericho debuted in WWE, and he had that sequins freaking jacket, and he had the ponytail hair. Oh yeah. Um, number two is. Uh, Wolfpack Sting. Ooh, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. And then I don't know why this is just really out there, but um, number one is uh, ECW New Jack because he used to wear like hip hop t-shirts. And when I was a kid, I was just super into hip hop and stuff. And I thought that was so badass. You that's, do you. That's a good one. That's a good, that's a good choice. Cause he definitely like had his own look for sure. And um, during the duration of his matches, they would be, they would play natural born killers by, by um, by Tupac during his entire match, right? You remember that when they would play that his music during? Oh his- yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go uh, honorable mention an- another Gold Dust, um, really unique ring gear, um, and Shawn Michaels another uh, honorable mention. But my list is uh, Sting. I think every iteration of Sting's ring, ring gear was really unique and super cool. Um, Bret Hart, pink and black wow. attack, baby. Um, Rey Mysterio, uh, just because same reason, Tony. I mean, like the mask is unique, but like his gear is never the same twice. Mm. Um, I legitimately think he's, except for like all pink or all one color, He ever since he like, got super over and he has like Marvel stuff. He, I don't think he's worn the same thing twice since then. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, macho man. I mean, oh, macho man's gear is so, is so iconic. And then on, on that same thought, uh, ultimate warrior, like mm-hmm. the tassels, dude. Oh my gosh. The face paint. Tassels. Yeah. Babe. <laughs> yeah. So those are my list. Okay. Well, hold on. I thought of an honorable mention. Just okay. because it's ridiculous, I'm going to go with John Cena in his jorts. Yeah, all right. It, it's iconic. It's super iconic. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the... I thought I you were going to say John Cena in his visibility cloak. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Have you seen... I don't know if it was a TikTok or a Vine or something like that, but this uh, girl was running up to her boyfriend like, Oh my God, honey, this dude just slapped my ass and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, what, what, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, some dude over there in like jean shorts. And then the dude that he like stops, he's like, you say jean shorts. She's like, yeah, what's the problem? He's like, there's only one motherfucker who wears jean shorts nowadays. And that's John C. I ain't fucking with him. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's really funny. Okay. Cynthia entrance gear. Ah, I thought Wait. that was where it's going. So I turned to the last page. Okay. Entrance gear. Demon Balor. Mm, damn, that's a good one. Uh, the villain, Marty Scroll. Oh, God, that isn't... Oh, my gosh, I didn't think of these. That's a great one. It's so great. Plus, like, he was wearing a plague mask before it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so 
<laughs> so um, I don't want to. Yeah, just keep going. Oh. You're fine. Pirating. I like her pirate gear. Oscar. Nice. And then Will Ospreay with his friggin' tiger head on the shoulder, like, ugh. It's oh, awesome. hell yeah. And his friggin' sword. <laughs> like, ugh. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tony. Uh, go, la- go last for me because entrance gear is not on the updated list, so I didn't know it was a thing. So I give me a second. I haven't done it. All right. I'm prepared. I'm <laughs> jumping. No. It's not I'm on jumping. the Yeah, no, I uh, I put it in like the group chat that I was like, hey, think about these ones too. Totally oh. okay. No big deal. Um, so I'm going to jump to me. Honorable mention. Gold Dust and Roddy Piper. Um, Gold Dust like wig with like the robe, it's amazing. Uh, Roddy Piper with like the full kilt and and uh, the bagpipes, amazing. Um, but I'm gonna go Macho Man. Just like the ring gear, his entrance gear was super iconic and always different, crazy. Uh, Road Warriors, bro, yeah. the fucking spiked football hockey pads. pads. Get out of here, dude. And then like when they started wearing the hockey like masks, like shit. That- those were badass. Um, yeah. Shawn Michaels, his entrance gear was always like super flamboyant and crazy. Loved it. Um, Undertaker. Uh, dude, can't, come on. Can't beat the, yeah. can't beat the robe. Because, yeah, even if it's as, just as like simple as like a duster and a hat, it's just it's iconic. Oh, he's made it iconic. Yeah. And then uh, I got to say number one's got to be Ric Flair. I mean, he made the robe the robe. So mm-hmm. it, it's simple, but it's like, dude, it's Ric Flair. So, um, okay, let's jump give me, to. Oh, okay. Oh. I was going to say, give me two seconds because I got Kenny Omega at Wrestle Kingdom when he dressed up as Sephiroth. Um, Undertaker. These are not in any order. Um, Undertaker. Sh- Pops you off. Yeah, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, for the same reason. It's just like, especially like Taker, um, I think it was Mania 20. I think it was Mania 25. Or no, it was 27. He he wore a different duster that had these little highlights of like this dark, dark red. And it was just like, that's fucking dope. That was when he came out to the Johnny Cash song. And it was like, that's that was yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. Um, fuck, I can make a list just of Triple H entrances. Um, but I think favorite, it's a tie between Conan and uh, the Spartan one from also Mania 27. But I think Edge again is probably my number one. I his trench coat is like it's always different and it's all it's just super cool. So those are mine. Tim, you got any off the top of the dome? Man, dude, if I had to pick off the top, added to Adara Kane. <laughs> yes. The <laughs> entrance gear is the same as his ring gear. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. If I had to pick off the top, my top one would be. Probably Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 25 when he came out. In the That's such a on good one. Yeah, that is a good one. That's a good one. All right, let's talk uh, returns. Yes, Cynthia. Let's okay, go. I've got Daniel Bryan with his fight for your dreams when he came back Ooh, when he okay, was yeah. finally cleared. Yeah, I've got Roman Reigns. I'm in remission, y'all. That was. I just yep. rewatched it and I'm just like I teared up a little still. So. Um, <laughs> Undertaker at WrestleMania 34 after Roman retired him and John Cena called him out. And then when he was brought back by lightning. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um, 
Dean Ambrose after injury, I jumped around and screamed. At, when he came back, like with a shaved head, right? And he was like super jacked. After injury, yep. Yeah. When he got back from prison, they ruined him. <laughs> he had a moment. Right uh, in the bane. And then Balor after injury. Uh, that's a good one. All right, Tony. Uh, I have an honorable mention that I think only you, Tim, and I will know. Uh, Shawn Michaels in 2007 when Orton kicked him in the head and he was gone for like seven months. And they were doing like Orton just won the WWE title and he wanted Triple H to come out. And Shawn Michaels came out and said I was that was when I first started getting back into wrestling. And I was like, that was fucking cool. Awesome. And then a deep deep cut. Interesting. mm Mm-hmm. Number five, uh, Hardy Boys at Mania just a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Number four. Oh, tri- fuck. That was a good one. Damn it. <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that one. Number four, which I'm assuming this is your either top one or two, Triple H Royal Rumble 2002. Uh, number three, John Cena Royal Rumble 2008, because this was back when Kayfabe was still a thing. And they're like, oh, he's got to be out for a year. And he came That's back in one. four months. Um, number two, Daniel Bryan coming back uh, a couple years ago. And then number one is Edge. I There's nothing can top Edge's return currently. currently. Uh, that's, a, that's a good list. Tim. Okay, so number five, I had, um, just for the wow factor, no one thought it would ever happen. I had Brock Lesnar in 2012. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, number four. I had John Cena Rumble 2008 because that was just huge. He, like, defied everything. Uh, Number three, I had um, Shawn Michaels in 2002 when he came back from what he thought he was going to be. He thought he was going to be gone forever. Right. He came back and had that badass street fight with Triple H at SummerSlam. Um, Number two, God, it was a tie for me for number one and number two. But I had number two with uh, Edge at the Rumble 2020, and then number one was Triple H in 2002. Nice. Um, so I want to throw an honorable mention for uh, Roman Reigns returning from cancer and every Jericho return ever because <laughs> <laughs> they were all really creative, um, and he was always really good at surprising everybody. Um, so my list in no particular order, Daniel Bryan back from injury, uh, the rock when he first came back to WWE after seven years, uh, cause that was, was a big was surprise and the fucking pop was insane. Um, edge at the Royal rumble this year, um, Bret Hart coming back to WWE. Oh. That was shocking. Um, and I, I remember they were advertising it and I was like, nah, it's, it's, they're just going to troll everybody. Like, it's just a way to, to like get cheap heat. I, I did not honestly think that it was going to happen until he walked out. Um, and then my number one is uh, Triple H in Madison Square Garden. Um, yep. This was before he uh, won the Rumble, but again, the pop. Oh, was on, the, on the Raw. That's the one I meant, not like the when actual Rumble. The, when he came out in the Canadian tuxedo. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and dude, dude was so pumped up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'll never forget that. I think that's that's my number one. I get goosebumps um, thinking about that pop. Oh, dude! Yeah. Uh, okay, let's talk about debuts. Cynthia. Okay, I've got Mox into AEW uh, when he Ooh. debuted at Double or Nothing. It's a good one. That was awesome. Um, I've got Balor back into NXT 
in parentheses, I have new look who this. <laughs> Cause I was like, Oh, um, the shield. And then for a real hot second, smiley Kylie Ray into AEW cause she enters the ring and just like penguin slides on her tummy, like face down into the mat. It was funny. And, um, <laughs> uh, I only got four apparently. Oh no. Rookie. Uh, no. Only have four. Hey, to be fair, I've, I've done so many more. <laughs> Tony top five debuts. Um, okay. This is one of those categories. I'm being a little cheeky. Um, oh. I, I am going to be honorable mention mocks to AEW. Uh, number five is a tie, and it's okay because it happened on the same night. Matt Hardy and Brody Lee to AEW. I'll allow it. Number four, Sting at Survivor Series. That was fucking insane. Uh, number three, this is when it gets cheeky, uh, Firefly Funhouse. Because we got a new Bray Wyatt times two in a way. And it was just like, what the fuck is this? And there's like, this is the greatest thing ever. I will also allow it. Number two, um, I'm using the women's revolution because we got Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha all at once. That was and, dope. Sir. And even that we didn't know it then, look where that look what they've done. And then number one, only because it, I never thought it would happen, AJ at the Rumble. That was never thought I'd see AJ Styles in WWE. And I think Matt and I were watching it together. We're like, no fucking way. So. It's true. All right, Tim, top five debuts. So, like Sin, I had uh, Finn Balor return to NXT. I had um, Adam Cole NXT. Ooh, baby. I had, oh, that was such a good one, too. Yeah. I had uh, Jericho to WWE in 1999. Mm. That was so crazy. Um, number two, I had AJ Styles, WWE. And then number one, I just thought it was so cool. Everyone knew it was going to happen, but I had John Moxley to AEW. Nice. It was so good. The was pop was one. ridiculous. Oh, seriously. I rewatched right. it. So uh, I've got um, the Outsiders slash NWO and WCW because <laughs> I remember when that was happening as a kid and like you legit thought, oh my God, these guys are coming from WWE and just going – like, you know, cause like kayfabe was still kind of alive. So it was, it was wild. Yeah. I thought it was for like, for real. Um, the undertaker's debut, uh, survivor series, early nineties. Uh, I just remember I was tiny, 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 but I remember like his early stuff. He was terrifying, dude. He scared me so bad, um, as a little kid. So undertaker's debut, um, sting in WWE. Again, was something we never thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, dude, I don't know. That might be like one of my biggest markout moments. And I was just by myself, probably woke up my entire comp, uh, apartment complex because I lost my fucking hey, mind. Fuck those guys. If they were asleep at six thirty in the evening, <laughs> no, I watched it. Hella, I watched it hella late because I had to work. Um, I was with you. No, we didn't watch together. I was by. I could have sworn we did. No. Nope. Oh well. No, we've watched I, I so. Had a, by myself, mark out moment. We watched um, so much together. It's okay. We all had this. Just like uh, uh, Tony and Tim, AJ Styles. I mean, that was just, I'm just going to say it, phenomenal. 
Yep. Hey. Oh. <laughs> no, but for real, it, like to me, he was the best guy that was not in WWE um, through the two thousands, and so for him to finally get there was just crazy. So, um, and then number one for me, I think the greatest debut is Jericho on uh, Monday Night Raw. Hey. Because dude the cuts a fire ass promo on the rock who is like the number one guy in the company at the time. And dude, his whole look with the fucking shiny shirt and the little like top knot, dude. He just busts out like so many iconic catchphrases in one promo. And in his first promo, the company is like, welcome to raw is Jericho. And he does the, you'll never be the same again thing. Like the guy is just, we he's, don't deserve Chris Jericho. Dude, and it's, like, it's just so cool because it's just so cool too because that was back in a time when we were kids. It was before social media. It was before dirt sheets and all that shit. Like just a bunch of fucking marks living in every, the moment. <laughs> every time someone debuted, it was just like a big surprise because you you weren't spoiled. You didn't know it was going to happen. And but you weren't so allowed like, to talk about it because wrestling wasn't cool back then. <laughs> exactly. And, I, and going back to the NWO and WWE thing, I always tell my wife because she didn't start watching wrestling until later that back in the day, dude, WCW versus WWE, there was no like cross anything like today like wwe network you have like all the wcw stuff the ecw stuff but right back in the day it was a full-on feud like they hated each other like totally. they had no, no affiliation whatsoever yeah yeah uh let's talk about bumps oh no actually i'm skipping ahead yeah, yeah. line slash program Top okay five. real quick uh clarify what you mean by storyline slash program so well a storyline would be like you i know something that's written into i will give you arcing story mm-hmm. and okay. a, a program's like okay so this is gonna be the storyline between like the rock and stone cold steve austin for this period of time or whatever okay then i think we're good okay cynthia top five uh who's your poppy <laughs> that's a good one that's a really good one. It is literally one of the only ones I remember growing up watching because it was so ridiculous. I love it. Um, right now, the slow burn that the elite has going on with Adam Page. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I live for a slow burn. Um, Kofi's journey to WrestleMania for the championship. Oh, such a good one. <laughs> uh, Undertaker and Kane are brothers. That was another one. That's a good one, too. And then um, Stephanie and Triple H getting married. (laughs) Surprise! (laughs) That one almost made my list, too. Okay, uh, Tony. Um, I was trying to think of an honorable mention, but I can't think of one. But these are just mine because I I thoroughly enjoyed them. Uh, Number five, I have it written down as Kingslayer. But I mean, from the moment Triple H cost Rollins the universal title... That whole arc. That was so yeah. good. Um, totally. Number four, uh, I don't know what you would call it, but the summer of Dolphin Rollins for the IC title, where they made it important again. Like they yeah. made it mean something. That was like Monday Night Rollins run. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, number three, the Festival of Friendship. Oh, yep. Number two, <laughs> Kofi sure. Mania. And number one, uh, the Yes Movement. That's a great. That's a great list. All right, Tim. 
All right, so number five, I had Kane unmasking. Oh, oh fuck, that's a good one too. Oh my god, yeah, that, that whole thing was just so good. Um, number four, I had the whole Stone Cold Rock like trilogy WrestleMania matches. Like, yeah. the I've done it all in this business, but there's one thing I haven't done, and that's whoop that bald candy ass at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, that was basically like Austin. Awesome. That was like basically Austin's like out. Like he went out with the Rock. Totally. Uh, number three, the 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 two the two WrestleManias between Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, mm-hmm. just yeah. because of the history they had, and it, and like, honestly, it, that's a that's a two year story right there. Exactly. Yep. Like it, it it started again with the Slammies, and he's just like, you know what, I can beat you, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, that was so cool. Um. Number two was the WCW ECW invasion. Hold that whole storyline was so cool because, like, again, it's two worlds colliding. You never thought you'd see WCW versus WWF. So, if I had to choose an honorable mention, it would have to be that because it it kind of hurt a little bit not to put that on my list. Oh, I the only reason I didn't put it on my list is because I thought that the climax to what they built to didn't live up to the anticipation of it i agree yeah it was like it, so, was, it was fire initially but it just it kind of like petered out but what's funny is though what you just said about uh when scott hall and kevin ash went to wcw and you as a kid were like oh my god what are they doing blah blah, blah. and then you fast forward to the invasion it's just like no this is real like <laughs> yeah yeah I, I i i remember that too i remember when they left i was like I was like seven years old, I think, and I saw Kevin Nash and Scott Hall on on um, Nitro, and I was like, "Dad, Dad, Diesel and Razor Ramon are on WCW now. <laughs> <laughs> they got new ring names." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but my number, my number one storyline program of all time, Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon. Yeah, just yeah. that whole thing. Oh fuck, that's a good one. Just um, the, the whole thing. So I've got a couple honorable mentions that I want to throw out there. Um, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Mega Powers Explode. Uh, that was just a you know classic one with like the two top guys. Uh, yes Movement with Daniel Bryan. This the only reason I didn't put this on my list is because I it's not technically a storyline, but so many story it was kind of stemmed from a storyline, and then storylines were built off of it. Uh, Montreal Screwjob. It was oh, based fuck. off of, you know, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart's like hatred for each other. And it, it basically gave us the Vince McMahon, you know, character. Um, and Goldberg Streak, got an honorable mention that. That was pretty big deal. Uh, but my list is uh, Kane is introduced as Undertaker's brother. Um, and that was like, think about how, how much traction they got out of that. They were a tag team. They had, had so many different feuds. Do you know how upset I was when I found Good out stuff. they weren't actually brothers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, CM Punk kayfabe leaving WWE after the pipe bomb uh, mm-hmm. promo and money in the bank. Um, Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. Uh, outsiders uh, invading WCW formation of the NWO. And my number one has got to be Austin versus McMahon. Yeah. Okay, now let's talk about insane bumps. Cynthia, 
Okay, so for the longest time, this is another list that I didn't finish. I only got four out of the five. To be fair, though, for the longest time, it only had this first one, which was, have you seen Mick Foley? (laughs) Um, That could could be an entire list. um, And then I have Omega and Mox on the bed of barbed wire. Oh, yeah, that was nasty. Uh, Cody's moonfall off the steel cage when he was fighting Wardlow. That was pretty cool. And then Xavier Woods, when he was powerbombed, I believe it was, onto the steps, and I thought he died. Oh, by the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. Okay, Tony. Okay, so my number five is Shane jumping off the Hell in a Cell. Oh. My number four was that Xavier thing, but I gave it to Cynthia, and I'm going to actually replace it with uh, Edge spearing McFoley through the Flaming Table. Ooh, oh, nice. that's who it was. I that's knew it was a table. That's and a then number three, which probably should be number four compared to a flaming table, but uh, number three is Edge spearing Jeff Hardy while he's hanging off the title. Yep. Number two is Jeff Hardy's 30 foot swanton onto Orton. And my number one is the original Mick Foley. Hey, throw me off the top of the cell because I'm fucking say- insane. And yeah, I got that covered in the McFoley. It's a good list. All right, Tim. So my number five is edge spearing Jeff off of the titles. Mm. PLC number four. I have, uh, you think we practice that (laughs) number four is I have, uh, when Steve Blackman was beating the shit out of Shane McMahon with the kendo stick when he climbed on and then he's flat back onto the thing. Um, I have number three, Shane McMahon elbow dropping off the Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. Number two, I had when New Jack threw Vic Grimes off of the scaffolding and almost killed oh, him. Oh, Matt and I, I were thought about putting about that one, but I was just like, that was not like uh, voluntary, so I can't put <laughs> <Yeah>. that one. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't even need to say my number one. Yes, you do. All right, Mankind Hell in the Cell. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. I just thought of my fifth one. Okay, what? It's when. Sean Spears hit Cody in the head with that steel chair. Ooh. Is that a bump, though? I don't think that's a bump. I'm counting it because it's gnarly. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, So. I I have another honorable mention, but I want you to say your list first. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now that there's three Mick Foley spots on this list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, Shane McMahon uh, jumping off of the cell at WrestleMania 32. Why I thought that was gnarly? Yes, he, they had it, you know, kind of rigged with a pad, but he chose Still. to jump off of it, and that <laughs> and that Hell in a Cell is bigger than the Foley Hell in a Cell. So, yeah, Shane McMahon's a fucking psycho. Um, Mick Foley getting backdrop through the Hell in a Cell at, versus Triple H at No Way Out 2000. Oh. Um, that one was planned to go planned. to the cell, but <laughs> the fucking bump is disgusting, and the yeah. ring collapses. It's gross. Um, and the fact that he's like, yeah, this accidentally happened to me once, and it was awful. Let's purposely do it again is psychotic. And, I and the fact it. that he's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Edge spearing Jeff Hardy uh, off the ladder and TLC at WrestleMania 18. Um, both those guys have said that that almost ended their careers uh, and took years off their careers. So it's nuts. Um, now I have 
my top two are two different spots in the Hell in a Cell at King of the Ring 1998. Oh my I, god, I didn't even think about it. Number two is going to be fully accidentally going through the top of the cage yeah. and then the and then the chair, chair hitting him, hit in, the him face. in the face. And number one is off the top of the cage onto the floor. Um, Damn it. And I'm just going to say that uh, Mick Foley is God. Okay, so I'm actually really surprised that my honorable mention that I just remembered wasn't actually on your list. Uh, Shane McMahon and Kurt Angle not going through that glass. I almost put that one. And yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. 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 I got honorable mention. I got honorable mention to the um, Mania 25 when Undertaker dove over the ropes and took off the man. Oh, God. Yeah, he could have killed himself. And then, yeah, that uh, was gnarly. Okay, Ugh. let's talk about moments. moments. Cynthia. Sammy Zayn being Kevin Owens' guardian. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, that's a legit, like, that was Sammy Zayn's first time turning heel. Yeah, no, like, that's, uh, I, I just wasn't expecting somebody to say that one. Okay. Really? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't that like the only time that Logan wasn't there for the pay per view? Yeah. Too? Like, it's yeah. okay. You don't have to watch this one with us. Sami Zayn's not even wrestling, but he was like a crucial part. Of <laughs> <laughs> um, Seth, uh, Shield heel turn. Um, uh, the Seth curb stomp into the RKO. Oh, that was a dope nice. one. And I love uh, Randy's little celebration after that because it's like, oh my god, it worked! Um, <laughs> he didn't want to do it. <laughs> uh, at Raw 25, in like the first five minutes, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes in, uh, stuns both Vince and Shane, and then drinks a beer yeah. in good Stone Cold fashion. And then this one was really recent, and I absolutely adored it. It was Becky announcing she was pregnant, and every like Oscar's reaction, and just her being like, "I'm so happy for her." <laughs> like, right. it was it was heartwarming. It's a nice moment. Yeah, All thanks. right, Tony. All right, so my honorable mention is the shield breaking up. Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, and. Is it is it bad? Uh, you remember the video you made of James, or well, uh, James hitting me with the chair and the audio you added to it? I guessed it was that moment without even thinking about. It. I was like, that sounds like when the shield broke up, and it fucking yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, my top five, starting at five, um, was I have it listed as the man, but I mean when Becky broke her face. Yeah. And became like, yeah, yep. that was it. Um, my number four is AEW, just in general. A- when it A- when A- it was starting. announced, yeah, when it was announced and debuted. Ooh, food. Um, my my number four is John Cena and AJ Styles' first meeting. Like that was, I mean, that's the face of WWE and the face of TNA. Fantasy match. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, number two, uh, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Mask of Blood. Ooh, yeah. Number one, because it is literally the first thing of pro wrestling I ever saw is the beer bath. Oh, All right, Tim. All right. So number five was um, 
shit. Just because I was there was uh, WrestleMania 26 when oh. Shawn Michaels lost to The Undertaker. Yeah, fuck you. I, 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 I love <laughs> that he just like casually throws that out there. Just because I was there. <laughs> no uh, problem. I, I was just there for Shawn Michaels' last fucking match. <laughs> I don't think I've I don't think I've ever cried so much in my quote, life. Quote unquote last match. <laughs> um, number four, the streak ending. <sighs> that was pretty gnarly. Uh, that is a that is a big moment. What are you talking about? It never ended. (laughs) It never ended. Uh, Number three, the Montreal Screwjob. Number two, Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Uh Uh, Number one, the infamous Austin 316 promo. Yep. Okay. King of the Ring. Oh, can I have... Oh, sorry. I just thought of an honorable mention because he said he was there for something. I just want to honorable mention Baby Brock from NXT Takeover no, Portland. Okay, nobody's gonna know you're gonna talk what you're talking no. about. <laughs> and but, that wasn't on TV, so no. No, it wasn't. Um, but it was a great moment for me. Okay. You get wrestling uh, with him. No. I get. <laughs> okay. um, so I should have asked that guy to uh, F5 me. I uh, I have a few honorable mentions because I, I actually had a really tough one with uh, with this category. Um, Foley gets thrown off Hell in the Cell. Um, HBK wins the title from Brett at uh, WrestleMania 12. The the there's that famous like the boyhood dream like that's a classic moment. Um, Macho Man and, and Miss Elizabeth wedding. Um, WrestleMania one as a whole. I mean like that changed yeah. everything. There would honestly, we wouldn't be talking about professional wrestling right now had WrestleMania not happened. Um, so that one, um, Austin bleeds in the Sharpshooter from WrestleMania 13 against uh, Bret Hart. That's an iconic um, image right there. Yep, uh, Bret Hart returning to WWE I thought was a crazy moment, um, and then uh, Mick Foley winning his first title because also it basically started uh, a trend for them beating WCW in the Monday Night Wars. So, um, so my real list is uh the undertaker retiring hbk so very similar to tim's um hogan slamming andre i think tim had that one as well uh, because that's like another one that had that moment not happened i don't know if we would be talking about wwe right now um austin 316 promo again like changed everything probably it started the attitude era yeah the whole reason that that wwe is as big as they are um Hogan turning heel and uh, creating the NWO again, like changed everything. Um, actually made WCW a legit competitor. And then I, I got to say Austin beer bath. Uh, I, it also was something that happened uh, when I was a kid and uh, I'm a little bit older than Tony, but at, up to that point, I, I really enjoyed wrestling, but that was like the greatest shit I'd ever seen. Uh, as yeah, a dude, it was so, awesome. Legitimately like, I was just hanging out, my dad flicking through TV, and he's like, hey, want to watch some wrestling? What the hell's wrestling? And he's just like, yeah, just watch. And it was like a segment later, the beer bath happened. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> wrestling is cool. Uh, Tim, you got time for one more? Yeah, I can do one more. Okay, let's do feuds, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you uh, start with it. Okay, and I took a picture of my pages, too. I can send them to you so you can read them off if you want to when I leave. Um, um, well, I mean... You don't have, you don't have to. How, how, about, how about we just reconvene for another episode? So this one will just be a nice, like, concise hour that 
I'm, I'm fine with that as long as everybody else is. Yeah. All right. I'm we're gonna, sorry. We're going to have to do multiple episodes anyways because the, the list is long. So let's, oh, let's, let's, okay. end, with, let's end with top uh, top five feuds of all time. Okay. Number five, I got Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. One of one of the best. Um, yep. There was just so much hate there. It was so cool. Um, number four, uh, Randy Orton and John Cena. Number three, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Mm. Number two, it was really hard for me. The they both they both involve Stone Cold, but number two, I'm gonna have to go Austin McMahon, and then number one is Austin and Rock. Mm. Those are good ones. All right, Tony. All right. So I have a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Gargano and Cole. Um, I just completely forgot my other ones. Uh, Gargano and Cole, Cena and Orton. Um, I had one more, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. Anyway, uh, number five, Triple H and Orton, specifically in 2009. When like home invasion and Stephanie got involved in all that shit. Uh, number four, anytime seen in Edge have touched, it's it's always good. Uh, number three, Gargano and Champa. Number two, excuse me, uh, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. I'm having issues, and then my number one is uh, CM Punk and Jeff Hardy. All right. Cynthia. Okay. So Stone Cold versus McMahon. I counted this as a feud because it had so much back and forth. I did the Monday Night Wars because it was literally companies feuding, and I thought that was cool. I'll allow it. Eddie versus Ray. Eddie and Ray. Nice. Uh, Because I've enjoyed the matches so much, like New Day versus Usos, like that whole back and forth. That's a good one. And then you can the throw the bar at that. One, true. Uh, the most <laughs> recent one has been uh, Mox versus Jericho for the championship. That's a good one. Okay, so I'm going to bust out my list so we can wrap up this episode. A um, couple honorable mentions uh, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat. Oh. A- a- amazing rivalry. Um, I would also put uh, Edge and Christian with the Hardys and the Dudleys. Their series of matches are freaking nuts and honestly, like some of the best tag team wrestling of all time. Um, so my list is Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I know. Those are so um, really good. <laughs> Sean was, and Undertaker. Um, that was my other one. Uh, Sean and Undertaker. Uh, Austin and McMahon. Sean and Brett. And Rock and Austin, I think, is the 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 biggest rivalry of all time. Um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks so much for you guys uh, coming on the podcast today and busting out the list. We've got a lot more to do, so we're going to have to get back together and uh, do a part two, part three, maybe even a part four. Thanks to my guests, Tim Harper, Tony Williams, and Cynthia Borges. And uh, we'll be back. Thanks guys. Thank yeah. All right, my nerdy nerdies, that is the episode for today. Make sure you look out for part two 
and I'm just gonna give you a little heads up. There's gonna be a part three, and actually we've recorded part three, so there's gonna be a part four. We did a serious amount of categories, and these aren't. We decided to do kind of not as long episodes. We probably could have like jammed this into two episodes, but we wanted it to be a little more digestible and have time for you to think about what your top five list would be. And speaking of that, let me know on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at nerds underscore opinions. Let me know, connect with me because I'll be posted about this episode. Let me know what your top fives are. I would love to hear what your top five wrestlers are. Top five female wrestlers, top five matches on whatever you want to talk about. I love connecting with people about nerdy stuff. And wrestling is quite nerdy. I want to thank my returning guests, Tony Williams, Cynthia Bordas, and Big Tim Harper. Loving, loving that Tim's back in the fold. I've missed that guy. He's got a great, great insight on wrestling. As do the other two. Thanks so much to those guests. And thank you, the listener, for checking out the episode. Like I said, be on the lookout for part two, three, and four. They are coming out very, very soon. As always, I'm your host, Matt Holman, and you have been listening to Nerds with Opinions.